Welcome to the Transformed Maternity and Birth Podcast with me, Trista, your host. I am a mother, a wife, a doula, and women's health advocate. I am here to dive deep with you into pregnancy, birth, postpartum, women's health, and all things around being a mom. I'm passionate about educating women on their options, empowering you to love and know your body and getting to the root of the issues that we tend to put band-aids over. I cannot wait to get started with you. Let's do it. Thank you, Lauren and Jordan, for coming on the podcast. I have Lauren and Jordan here. They were in my birth class and I was their doula and it was just the most it was the best experience so I wanted them to come on and share their birth story with us and yeah and their sweet baby girl is here with us you might hear some cooing and that is so fun (laughs) say hi Lula yeah she's almost six months old which is mind-blowing to me (laughs) but yeah so do you guys want to introduce yourself a little bit yeah sure yeah so we're Lauren and Jordan and we've been married for six years it was six years in June and Jordan's from Arizona, I'm from Utah, and we, yeah, have one. This is our first baby and our first pregnancy, and we love it. She's the best baby ever. I love that. <laughs> so tell me how it was getting pregnant. When did you decide to get pregnant? How was that journey for you? It was pretty fast, honestly. I We knew we wanted to wait, like, we had been together, or married, I guess, for like five years at that point. And I don't know, we'd have, we'd had conversations about like, oh, maybe we should get started, like, or I'll get off birth control. And like, we kind of thought it would take longer than it did. We just didn't know, you know? (laughs) She thought it would take longer. Well, I yeah, I did. I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't you want to take the risks. Yeah, until we were ready. yeah. I mean, and we were ready, but we both did think it was going to take a few months. I really think it was like try three or four. Maybe it was fast. Like we had been maybe trying like a month or so. I don't know. That's awesome. So it, we, yeah, which I'm really grateful for. And that's you know, I think that's why I was didn't know because you hear about so many people who struggle with infertility. So I'm really grateful we didn't have that. that in our story but I know that you get through that and you know whatever you make it work I'm grateful that that part of it was very easy for us yeah it was it was really fast yeah so did you find out you were pregnant and then tell Jordan or Mm -hmm. how did that go yeah so I realized like I I had a couple of like I wasn't feeling very good and like I think I was like a little more emotional like hormonal and so I kind of thought it was my period but then I checked I had been tracking my period on an app and I was realized I was a couple of days late and I was like oh my gosh okay so I took a pregnancy test once I think I was I think I was maybe at my mom's house I bought one I took one I didn't show her nobody knew Jordan was worried that I was gonna tell my mom before I told him but I didn't (laughs) but I did take it there and it was like the line ones and so I I didn't Yeah, it was super, and so I was like, okay, I don't think I'm pregnant. Oh, I think that's what I, I think then I realized, like, the day after, I was like, I'm actually late on my period. I bet that, maybe that was positive. So I bought another one that said, like, pregnant, not pregnant, so that I knew. (laughs) Yeah. Because the lines, and yeah, I think I was at a grocery store, and I was like, I can't wait. So I just went into the bathroom at the grocery store, bought the test, and went into the bathroom and realized I was like. At the store? Yeah, the grocery store. I I didn't want to wait. I so that. I just took it and I was just sitting in the bathroom stall waiting for it. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this okay? That 
first one was right. I'm pregnant. Oh my gosh. So you found out you were pregnant in the bathroom. Yeah, in the, the bathroom at Macy's. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I found out there and then, yeah, got home and I set up my phone so I could record Jordan's reaction, like kind of secretly. Oh my gosh. And I just put it on the table and he brought home dinner. And I was like, hey, I have to talk to you. And he's like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom. I was like, no, come sit down. I have to talk. <laughs> he's like, but I have to pee. Right. I'm like, no, just come here really fast. I need to talk to you. That's awesome. So he sat down and yeah, I told him and yeah, it was very sweet, very excited. I think he, you could tell in the video I rewatched, I should show it to you again. He definitely was surprised. We didn't think it was going to happen that fast. Yeah. But what, do you remember what you were thinking? A lot of it was just, you know, excitement, but then also, holy crap, like I have a lot things i need to do yeah and yeah i think just naturally as the stress know, and the weight guy you know <clears throat> of you know both of you are working going down to one income you just naturally start worrying about other things yeah oh for sure and so naturally i was just like okay that's what do we need to save for what do we need to get and all these yeah. different things and yeah is it a boy or is it a girl and yeah don't want to buy things in case it's a different gender <laughs> totally. jordan's a big planner which is very good. He's more of a planner than I am, for sure. Yeah. It's always good when, like, one of us are, you yes. know? Yeah. Balance um, each other out a little bit. Yeah, I love that. So, <clears throat> so take me through your pregnancy. What did you do to prepare for pregnancy? What was helpful? Yeah. Yeah, how was that? So, I knew from the time that I was, like, pretty young, I was definitely interested in, like, more of a natural birth. Like, the idea of having a birth in a birth center was like pretty normal to me because that's how my mom had all of her kids and several of my aunts that I'm close with had their kids at birth centers and had really good experiences with that and so I started doing research like a year or so probably before we were even talking about getting pregnant I found like several birth centers because Jordan just didn't know like had hadn't had experience with that all his mom had all her babies at hospitals and just was more of the normal for from his side and so I knew I wanted him to have like like I said he's a big planner so I knew I wanted him to have like some ideas about you know what other options there were Mm -hmm. so we started doing research for that and I found where we ended up getting you know having our baby in our birth center like probably I don't know six to eight months before we were even pregnant that's amazing so yeah (laughs) it's definitely yeah very far ahead on that anyway and but yeah while I was pregnant I was watching tons of videos I loved I started doing that like I said researching probably a year or so before and I was listening to birth stories listening to podcasts like this watching videos and reading and just doing all this research about what I wanted to have a really informed idea I just felt like it was such a big thing because it is it's such a like nothing you're ever gonna do like nothing I'd ever done before I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah and so I wanted to do a lot of research and know what my options were and so I started doing that and yeah I just felt better and better about the idea of having a natural birth and doing it outside of a hospital felt like um, if it was possible obviously healthy pregnancy and all of that yeah that I that's the kind of the thing that I wanted yeah Jordan how about you like because I feel like a lot of partners are are hesitant or nervous when like the wife wants to do like an out of hospital out of the normal yeah. how was that like for you like that decision yeah I mean ultimately it was you know I kind of went with it was ultimately Lauren's decision because she's you know the one giving birth to a child and yeah. <laughs> but still of course I had my questions I remember when we went to visit 
uh, the birth center where we had her and speaking with seasons the midwife i had a lot of questions and a lot and seasons was right on point with every single answer yeah. made me feel a lot com- more comfortable about it but also you know realizing you know what people have been having babies for a long long time medicine Way before hasn't hospitals. always been around right <laughs> and ultimately if it's a healthy pregnancy then it'll all work out and it's not all voodoo witch doctor stuff (laughs) it'll be okay yeah oh i love that that's awesome so take me to prep and stuff so because you took my birth class i'm just curious like what made you decide like oh i need to take a birth class or what other prep work do you feel like was helpful for you yeah the birth class was awesome I feel like it was a really good opportunity for us to connect about it because I had done my own research. I think Jordan had done some reading too, but it was like a real opportunity for us to sit down together during the birth class and then after like the workbook that you gave us Mm. was stuff that we could do together, you know, a way for us to connect and prepare together Mm -hmm. and make it like a team thing versus like me doing my thing and him doing his thing. I don't know. I I think that helped a lot. I I knew I wanted to take a birth class because I had heard... My mom gave me that advice. I think my grandma gave me that advice of taking a birth class is such a good idea. You learn so much. And yeah, it was such a good experience for us. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, well, and it's just, it's a structured, you know, thing to help you really focus on what's important. Yeah. Like getting ready for birth and, yeah. and giving you a, you know, general understanding of certain things that you should be looking for that yeah. I used very heavily when uh, birth came yes when labor was happening Uh, that is so true (laughs) you know without it i would have just been looking through the internet at certain things instead right giving a very specific plan and Mm -hmm. yeah things to go over yeah do you feel like by learning and educating yourselves it made you feel more confident and trust her body more would you say or absolutely i would say that yeah because you know a lot of the things that we learned about especially in regards to um you know watching for certain tones watching for certain rhythms you know mm-hmm. looking for you know certain placements of things and how that differentiates you know how labor could go yeah that played a huge role you yeah know, in things and like listening when lauren did go actually into labor listening at her different sounds that she was making and saying okay hey that's different maybe uh let's call seasons mm-hmm. let's call trista yeah. Let's just see what they say because, you know, I think it might be time for us to go do something else yeah. and get out of the house now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yes. Was he wild. definitely had a very real awareness of those things. And I appreciated so much him remembering stuff because when you're in that labor land moment, you are not thinking about, oh, yeah, what did I learn in class? Like, I mean, I'm sure it was in the back of my mind. Like, I subconsciously knew things, but I don't know. I personally was doubting everything and so to have him be like okay no this is what I remember like being able to remember specific facts about what we learned and like yeah I don't know that was very helpful just being able to be like okay you make the decision yep okay let's go yep all right yeah (laughs) let's call like I I specifically remember you know when she was in the you know in the bathroom with that early stage of active labor and things and heard her tone just completely drop into a different level and then mm-hmm. you know because i was timing things the whole time and i remember during your class you know you talking about the one uh, mom who she never really got to a minute you know consistently yeah and you know i always uh. before that heard you know contractions should be uh. you know, longer than a minute kind of thing and everything and lauren's were never really 
more than on average like 45 40 seconds, seconds. Yeah. and so i was like okay she's not even close to a minute but they are getting closer and closer together. right you knew about other things to watch for it wasn't just about that right yeah. i feel like that was super something super helpful that we talked about a lot in the class like all there's so many facets of like progression of labor for sure. that was super helpful to know for both of us i think yeah there was other things to watch for and listen for yeah but everyone's kind of unique right yeah exactly yeah but there are some rhythms that we can pay attention to sure they right change, yes. i like that that's yeah. really cool give me one second all right and so take me to like the end of pregnancy when you are prepping like your mind and your body Mm -hmm. uh, for the intensity of labor what kind of helped you at home get through that and then also the unknown to know Mm -hmm. okay when is labor gonna start how Mm -hmm. is it gonna start am I gonna go past my due date you know Mm -hmm. whatever that may be yep so I knew that there were things that so much about birth I know that you can't control but I knew there was things that I could help it go as good as like I could do as much as I could do And so I wanted to do like mind work. I was pretty much every night I was falling asleep to meditations and um, breathing while I was doing that, like focusing really hard, you know, and I do that throughout the day too. Like when I was driving or whatever, whenever I had time to think about it, I would focus really hard on these, you know, deep breaths or in through my nose, six out through my mouth. And it was like constant. So my, I would almost go back to that whenever I wasn't thinking just that breath work and the meditations about just all positive things about birth. And then the other big thing that me and Jordan did together, I did on my own, but we also worked on together was the exercises that we learned in our birth class with you was there's like the inversion where you go upside down and there was, what are the other ones? Like the laying on the side one. So there was like two or three exercises that we did. And then the other one I did was squatting. Oh yeah, the shaking one. The is belly that you're talking about the belly sifting. Yeah, <laughs> that every every pregnant person should learn. That is like the best, and have your partner or your whoever is helping you do that with you. Yeah, it, it feels, feels so good. It does feel so good. Yeah, the belly sifting. But the other one was like squatting, and I would breathe and focus on that one, and kind of um, think about it in a way where this is hard and this is hurting. But I would kind of focus my energy of like, okay. If this was a contraction, trying to let it go longer. So I started out with like, I don't know, I wasn't able to do it for very long, like 30 seconds maybe, but I kept doing it and just seeing how long I could do it for. And I would look at my phone at the beginning and kind of see, you know, like set a timer or whatever, or just look at the clock. And then I would try and really focus and go into a place of where I was, okay, I'm going to try and put my mind if this was a contraction and it was, you know, because the squat kind of hurt a little bit as far as it was like a stretch and it was hard. Yeah, the ice. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk about that too. (laughs) So I would try and put my mind into, okay, if this was a contraction, how would I breathe through this and how would I get through this and going a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And I don't remember, I think I got to like five minutes, maybe eight minutes by the end, like to the last week or so right before I was having the baby. So I was able to do it for a lot longer because I was putting my mind in that place of like, okay, just breathe through it. You can get through this, whatever, doing my affirmations and all of that. And my husband just reminded me about the other thing that we did. And we did this in class too, which I really liked was we held an ice cube in our hand. And Mm -hmm. that again was like, not, it's not comfortable, right? To hold ice on your bare skin. Um, But it was a very good visualization and like actual practice for me to be like, 
put my mind in a place where, okay, I can breathe through this. I can think about it. I can put my mind, try and put it in a place to simulate as close as I can to what a contraction might feel like. It's not obviously completely comparable, but for me, it was very helpful to put myself in a physical state of like being uncomfortable or whatever and putting my brain, okay, how can I get through this state of being uncomfortable? Yeah. And you kind of learn to find your own rhythm and yes. like what works for you. I know musicals, yes. you're like, oh, yes. listening to musicals was helpful. And yeah. I like loved yes. that. Yes. Yes. Musicals were helpful and listening to, yeah, music that was like fun and upbeat when I was doing those yeah. Um, squats. I think we watched a couple. I think I watched like West Side Story and what's like the, the Sound other of one? Music. Yeah, The Sound something. of Music and Greatest Showman. Anyway, yeah, the so Greatest for, Showman. I mean, yeah, that will awesome. get you through anything. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I love that. So okay, so I want because I really want Jordan to tell me his this part and you obviously too. But mm-hmm. yeah, when you started labor, yep, in that beginning phase, mm-hmm. because yeah. That was intense and unexpected, I yes. feel like, right? It, uh, you just, I like I said, I was reading so much and doing so much research. And you read, especially first-time moms, they take a long time. Labor is going to be long. So I was prepping myself, my mind, to be in labor for a really long time. Like, okay, this could be 12 hours. This could be 20 hours, whatever. I did, You don't know, obviously, with your first one what it'll be like. But I was prepping myself for a really long labor. Not just mentally, but also getting prepared with other things. We got all the different honey sticks. We got right. had yeah. all the uh, phone chargers ready. We had right, cause all we the different we were, things. Yeah, in it for the long haul. And a lot of it was just basically, you know, we didn't know. And it was like 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. All of yeah. a sudden, Lauren comes in. She's like, oh, I think I just went into... I think I just started labor. Right. I had <laughs> a little bit of, I went, I got up to pee and I, there was blood and yeah, I started feeling contractions That's and amazing. they just, hi, can you take them over here? They just, I mean, started out not too crazy, but I knew that they were different than like the Braxton Hicks that I had been feeling. <clears throat> so how were you in that, that time, Jordan, like watching her and like, what was your mind going through and. I mean, it was three o'clock in the morning. So did you like, okay, we can go back to sleep or, I mean, how, how was that? Uh, I remember, and maybe my memory's wrong, but I remember asking her, do I need to get up with you right now? And something like that. And she was like, no, like right now it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like this could be a, like a really long time. Yeah. And so I was like on my phone. I remember I got it out and just started timing things. Yeah. Cause, know, cause I was I can, in the bathroom and you were in the room, but he could still I hear can me still vocalizing, hear her right? vocalizing in the bathroom. So I was timing on my phone without like to give her some space so that she doesn't feel like, you know, some, I didn't want to put any pressure on her yeah. until she was ready. Yeah. yeah. That's and awesome. so I was secretly timing things in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. <laughs> right. And a tip I heard was if you're not sure if you're in active labor take a bath and see if things calm down. I think you told me that my mom told me that and it, it, I got in the bath twice within those first like two or three hours Mm -hmm. and both times it helped me feel a little bit better, but the contractions definitely didn't stop. They kept ramping up. And so I was like, okay, this is, this has to be it. Yeah. Cause the bath is feeling nice, but it's not stopping anything. I'm still definitely contracting the whole way through. Yeah. Right. Well, and it was definitely one of those things where it's like, I couldn't, because I didn't want to ask her every single time, okay, are you going and starting a contraction or have you ended a contraction? Like all that because 
I don't know. I was trying not to ask too many questions because mm. who knows how, it, you know, it could just come off like, okay, stop asking me questions or, yeah. you know, in that time there's a lot of other emotions going on that if I can limit my addition to anything, I was thinking like, okay, I'm just going to try to keep it calm. Yeah. And so I really went off of, you know, watching her body, watching like, or listening to her sounds, watching her breathing, listening to that to try to gauge when she was starting a contraction, when she was ending, and then timing everything in between, such as how long it was, how long in between, and really watching those, you know, for some kind of pattern or consistency within it. Because it was probably about five o'clock in the morning or so that then there was starting to see like a real change in things. And yeah. I think it was maybe like, we called, I think, Tristan seasons maybe about 5.30 or so. And then it was really at like, seven like seven yeah we were like okay you yeah. gotta get in the car yes yeah you called me it was like and i think i talked to lauren first and you're like yeah i think these are picking up and it was like this really heavy labored mm-hmm. breathing right and then i was like okay we'll give it like 20 minutes and then give me a call back and i think it wasn't even 20 minutes later you called me jordan mm-hmm. and was like okay trista i think these are ramping up i think we need to go to the birth center and i could hear lauren in the background like her tone had completely changed yes. like she yep. was making being way more vocal. louder and like lower I yes like. i was like okay i'll be there yeah and in my brain i could feel it dip, like because that was the first time i had the thought of like okay if i'm a first time mom and this i've already been doing this for this many hours and it's this intense I can't do it for 10 more hours at this intensity. Yeah. Like I can do, you know, a few more hours, but I just, I don't know. I, when you're, I guess for me, when it was the first time, I just didn't know what to expect. And so I didn't realize how close I was because I was close at that point. Yes. And so. And I think in that moment, I mean, you always, like she was saying, you hear about new moms, like their first time being so long. And so you don't want to go too early so yes. then it's like you're either you want to stay in the area that you're most comfortable as long as you can right like your house or I, and i didn't want them to me to show up at the birth center and them to be like oh i think you're you know still pretty you know not very far along and so maybe you should go back home i didn't want to have to go back home and come back you know yeah so i didn't want to leave too early right. so right i don't know i was psyching myself out about like no yeah, i, I it's do remember that. not been it's not been long enough like there's no way they're gonna send me home i don't want to have to do that so i don't yeah. know i do you just don't know exactly what to expect i think yeah right but I think it was really great, though, having those resources that we could call, yes. you know, like calling you, calling Seasons, yeah. because yeah. then as soon as you guys, heard, you guys me, heard, you both were like, nope, you need to go. It's time. To- okay. Yeah. yeah. Seasons heard me for like less than 30 seconds. She's like, okay, I'll meet you at the birth center. You need to get in the car right now. Okay. Get in the car. We're like, <laughs> I love her. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it was good because yeah. I think as the, you know, as the spouse in this situation, I mean, you... I mean, you don't know exactly. You're yeah. not the one going through it. Yeah. You're not the professional in this. You're, you can do all the research you want, but you're also kind of along for the ride, yeah. you know, and you're there trying to help as much as you can, but also knowing you can't help with everything. Right. And that's a hard thing to Yeah. Handle. It was good that he had some real resources in you and our midwife to right. call and yeah, have some backup because he was pretty sure that it was time to leave, but I was like, no. No, it's not. I can't. And I don't know if it was me being in denial that it was happening. Yeah. Probably partially. And partially, I just was not expecting it to go that fast. So. So. 
sorry to interrupt this episode, but I wanted to jump in and tell you about my next birth class that's in November. This one is going to be a little bit different than the regular classes where this class is going to be more of a refresher class. So if you've given birth before, you understand the fundamentals of birth and how birth happens and how it works, but you need a refresher on the tangible tools that your partner can help you with, the breath work tools, the pain relief tools, all the things that you feel like you need to just be reminded of or have a refresher, or maybe you never learned things like this and you really want to dive in and have a different experience this time around, this would be a perfect class for you. So if this intrigues you, head over to my website, tristabrazell.com and look at the class information and you can always text me or email me with any questions. I look forward to hearing from you. I will let you continue this episode. Bye. Yeah, that happens a lot of times. Like moms will get into this active labor brain and then they'll go, this isn't it. This Mm -hmm. isn't it. Yeah. Doubting yourself. Exactly. 100%. But yeah, so I'm glad that Jordan was like, nope, honey, we're going. We we need to (laughs) usher you to the car. Mm -hmm. Right. And then uh, the car ride was fun. Yeah, the car ride was a little rough. Yeah. She (laughs) essentially hit transition right as we were getting into the car. Yep. We, uh, where we live, it's normally only like a 20 minute drive to the birth center. We left at it like, was like 7.30 eight, it, yeah. because uh, we live by two schools. So we hit oh, school traffic. School traffic. Yeah. And then it seems like we hit every single red light on our way to the birth center in <laughs> seven thirty, eight o'clock traffic. Oh my gosh. And I was, at that point when we were home, I was moving quite a lot during the contractions. Yeah. And so not being able to move, I was like, I think my arm was sore like the next couple of days after because I was holding on to that. What is that thing, you know? You, I've heard you, it as called like the oh shit bar. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but I don't that, know what the that's what it was at that called. point. It was the oh shit bar at that point. But I was holding on to it, you know, that bar that you pull yourself into the car in. And I was like, my whole weight was up on my arm, just like trying to get through it through those last few minutes. Jordan called because when we were in the car, I was, I had this scary thought of like, what if we beat seasons there and I'm walking around the car? Like, I p- could picture in my mind walking around the parking lot just having contractions not having anything to do and i was like i can't do that so if she's not there we have to figure out another plan you know just in this frantic she's brain there. anyway so jordan called her like a minute out and she's like nope i'm here i'm starting to fill up the tub i was like okay okay oh my gosh such a relief yeah to hear that i'm sure yeah anyway do you want us to keep going yeah keep going yeah so we got there got out i paced around the the room in the birth center for a like less than five minutes and then I was like okay I feel like I have to pee and so they put chucks under me I leaned over the bed and my water broke like within five minutes yeah it was within five minutes all that happened so I'm glad it happened there not in your car I know right (laughs) yeah if we would have left 10 minutes later it probably would have yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah anyway so we got there it broke all over the floor and the tub was full at that point because the season started filling it up but it wasn't quite full yet mm-hmm. so she's like okay do you want to get in the tub i was like yes i want to get in the bath <laughs> so i got in the bath and yeah pretty much immediately started pushing uh, i started feeling those feelings of yeah there's no stopping once you feel yeah the urge to push and, and that was so, like 807 or 8 something mm-hmm. that the water broke and mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I think I got there at 8.15. Yep. Right. right. Everyone started arriving. I just kept seeing new faces. I wasn't really paying attention, but I was in the tub and I was like, okay, there's Trista, there's Lynn, there's whoever, Allison, you know, right. whoever, the other two midwives. Yeah. And. Which that was a cool thing. Like when you start like oh. looking back at that, mm-hmm. you know, at the hospital, 
you just see people in gowns and stuff like that and oh here's my ob or whoever is covering yeah. for them i knew everyone that was but walking was like in my room person after person just started showing up who was there specifically to take care of lauren yeah so that was that yeah. was pretty that was really it was and it that was you already knew the people yes that i knew everyone there. that was walking in it wasn't there was no strangers in my room Anyway, so I pushed for 35, 40 minutes, and she was born at 8, 58 mm-hmm. So take me to, like, so you're in the water. Yep. <clears throat> I remember just you leaning back, just this goddess. <laughs> and Jordan was in front of you doing knee press, mm-hmm. doing knee pressure. Yep. What was going on through your mind, Jordan, at that point? Do you remember? Yeah, so with it going through my mind, a lot of it was knowing that, I don't know, I, I kind of felt powerless in ways yeah. you know because it's like I can't you know there's something about when you see the person you care so much about going through all that you know pain and everything like that that you want to be able to take that for them in a way and so yeah. not being able to is hard yeah. and not being able you know because I, I didn't want to ask too many questions I didn't want to be like can I do this can I do that and you know I wanted to try to anticipate something before or at least Unless she tells me not to, like, try to do something to help in a way. And I remembered from class, like, you know, we learned about knee press when they're on, you know, on the toilet to try to help with that. But she was in the tub in a position where I was like, that might help. And so I would give her knee press during contractions. And then in between, I was massaging her calves and her feet. And it was very grounding to know, like, because I was in this labor land mode. My brain was, like, not connected. Um... But it was, like, very grounding to be, like, okay, Jordan's in this with me, like, because he would touch my skin, my leg, whatever, and I'd be, like, oh, yeah, okay, here he is, okay, I'm good, I, you know what I mean, that connection, because I was losing it, I mean, not losing it emotionally, but I was losing the connection with anything else that was going on, so it was cool that he brought me back to, like, okay, I'm here, you're in this with me. Mm-hmm, <clears throat> so yeah so when I got there you were like pushing already and I was yep. like oh my gosh she's pushing like threw mm-hmm. myself down and just like jumped on the floor next yep. to you and just like watched you just go through every wave and like your eyes would open periodically and then you'd like give like a slight smile and then mm-hmm. you'd go back into it yep. but then at one point you switched and started to do horse lips mm-hmm. and I want you to talk about that because that was amazing yeah so I, I think it was I think our midwife said something about I can't remember what she specifically said, but like a way to maybe help the the pushing be a little bit more effective. And she suggested something and then it came to my mind like horse lips, which I remember you talking about that you used during one of your labors with your one of your babies and that it was really helpful. And that felt so natural that that's exactly, you know, she said, season said something and I was like, okay, I need to try something else. And that thought came to me basically immediately. And I was like, okay, that feels really natural and good. I went into a contraction and yeah, I could feel it immediately. Like the difference with the pushing felt so much more effective. Like it felt deeper and like I was doing something. If I felt like I was doing something before, but it just felt even more like intense. Like I was helping my body along so much more at that point. Yeah. And so that was really cool having something so specific be like, okay, this is helping. Like I can feel it working. And everyone's like, that's working. Keep doing yes, it. Yes, and I remember immediately feeling that, but also getting like the yeah the verbal confirmation from the several women that were in my room, being like, "Okay, yes, that's working. Keep working with that." So yeah. that was cool. And then you like gave birth, and she came up to your chest. Do you remember mm-hmm. the first thing you said? 
I did good. Yeah. <laughs> I did good. And then everybody started crying because yeah. it was the most powerful. I'm going to cry like thinking about that moment because yeah. it was just like watching your eyes just go, oh my gosh, I did good. Yeah. And it was just, you looked at Jordan and it was like, I did good. And yeah. I was, everyone was like just in awe of you. Yeah. And the power in that room was so real, like still palpable when I think about it. Like, yeah. The women that were surrounding me and my own power. And it was just so amazing feeling that, like, accomplishment. Like, you've never felt before. Like, I had never felt before. Like, the power and accomplishment of the work that I had done. And and the reward, then, of having this beautiful, perfect baby. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan helped bring her up onto my chest. He caught her and brought her up. And... Immediately, my thoughts were, oh my gosh, she's here, and I did a good job, but then it was like, okay, I had, like, these angels surrounding me. I felt like my dad and my grandma, who passed recently, with me in that room, and then the power of the women who were there for me, of you and my midwife and the other midwives, and just the power of these women who are here for me and who were there to support me but support me through my own work of doing this work. Like yeah. you, you couldn't do the work for me, but you were there and your power of being like, you can do this was so real to me. It yeah. was like the most spiritual experience that I've ever had. Oh it was gosh. so beautiful and powerful. So amazing. Oh, <laughs> such a beautiful story. Did your mom come when you're in the bathtub or out of the bathtub? I can't remember. I and your sister. think I was out. You yeah, I out. think I was out. I, right. It was pretty quick, but yeah, she it happened. Everything happened so fast that yeah, she no, barely like, missed oh, it. But we got it recorded, so she yes. can, did. She watch that? Yeah, she okay, did. Awesome. She I'm so glad. Yeah. So I guess do you want to talk about a little bit about postpartum? How that was for sure. you? What helped you breastfeeding? Yeah. yeah. Sleep. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. Postpartum is crazy. It's amazing because you have this perfect, beautiful little person, but it's also intense because your body has gone through the most crazy thing. So the first day was really beautiful and good, and I didn't really have any, you know, there was some, hi, you talking so much? She's like, I will tell you how it went. Yeah, I'll tell you how it goes. (laughs) So the first day was really good, and I didn't have any real hard emotions, but then the next morning... I woke up and I had a lot of anxiety for some reason. Just probably all the flood of hormones that your body is dealing with. Yeah. So that first, that next 24 hours was really intense for me and Jordan because I was so emotional. Things that helped me were skin to skin with my baby. People like surrounding me, the people that I felt comfortable with, like my brother and my sister-in-law, my mom, my little sisters, just having those people that I knew loved me and didn't care that I was emotional. They were okay that I was crying a lot. And yeah, having my baby there and doing a lot of skin to skin helped. And we also had my brother give Jordan a blessing and then Jordan gave me a blessing. Mm, That's beautiful. Just like prayed over us. And that was really amazing because I was worried about sleeping that night and having the anxiety not allowing me to sleep because you need that rest. You're so tired and I hadn't slept. You know, I woke up at two in the morning the night before and then went into labor. So needing the rest was a real thing and I was then able to rest. So that helped a lot. That's awesome. Hi. Breastfeeding went really well. She and I, I feel like, figured it out together pretty good. She was, she's such a, still is such a smart baby. She's so happy. happy Such a happy girl. Anyway, so breastfeeding went really well. And I feel like that also was a really 
healing thing for me in postpartum was just enjoying breastfeeding and I'm grateful that it was because I know it isn't for everybody so I was grateful that it was really such a positive thing for us yeah. together and like a very connecting thing for us yeah so oh, yeah. I love that yeah. what was helpful for you as the dad in postpartum those first couple of weeks were real emotional yeah I would say like yeah I am not ne- like I, I am an emotionally understanding individual, but I don't cry a lot. Okay. And I don't think I had cried so many times in like a two week period. Right. Just, Ever. Probably. Just because, you know, things like I would just be sitting on the couch holding Lula while Lauren's in the shower and just look at her like, holy crap, this is ours. Yeah. Like this is our baby and just start crying. Or like also those first couple of days, I don't think like in the world we live in today, there's enough attention on how hard those first really couple of weeks can be yeah. where I mean you hear oh like there's a fourth trimester you know yeah. but then what does that mean what does that right. mean yeah. but like to see that person physically go through such a hard thing with birth that then afterwards they have this super hard emotional hormonal transition as well right it seemed unfair kind of it, it was just it's hard because <laughs> yeah. you Again, you can't fix it for them. And seeing them doubt themselves, seeing them, you know, struggle with emotions and hormones or whatever it may be that the person's going through is just, or an anxiety, a very hard thing to go through when, you know, you can't fix it for them. But what you can do is remind them how good they did in birth or remind them how good they're doing. Point out positives of things and, you know, try to do as much as you can in those ways yeah and i don't know that was really reassuring to me hearing from my partner who was there through the whole thing obviously pregnancy and was so supportive through that and then labor was so supportive through that hearing him continue to you're just so talkative hearing him continue to say you did such a good job and like all these positive that was so reassuring to me like I'm gonna get through this and I did hard things before and I did a good job and I'm gonna get through this next hard part of it yeah and not that it was all hard there was lots of beautiful parts of it but I don't think we talk about enough sometimes that emotional weight that can come with it because it's such a big change and the hormones are so you know intense oh my gosh (laughs) you're just talking so much you want to be on a podcast too so, so I don't know. So much is changing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you're, you weren't a parent before and now no. you are and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I have this little human I have to take care of. Right. Oh, and myself. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like I can barely, I yeah. yeah, barely walk and I have to, you know, have this little person. I had a lot of support. It's not like I didn't, yeah. but oh, yeah, you still had, feel. Your tailbone was painful because the yes. probably. <laughs> yes. My tailbone yes. is still unfortunately a little painful. Oh, but, but I think yes. that's a huge difference though, I might say, between. You know, looking back now, like, I recommend birth center and doula to, like, anybody I hear, yeah. like, who's, yeah. like, talking about pregnancy, because... Like, let me give you my two cents. Let me tell you yes. why. I you know, that. not only is it cheaper than the hospital in, in the end... Right. Yeah. But the service is way better. Right. It, it doesn't even compare, like... Right. The, the fact that we had... The three days after, three I had somebody after, visit me at my house every single day, the three or... Three, maybe even... Was it four? I can't remember. I, I think I it was... seasons a, came one extra time. Yeah. So I had either a midwife or an apprentice midwife 
come visit me at my home for the first, you know, several days after I gave birth. And they were checking on me and baby physically, but also emotionally. And they were very validating and like, this was hard and you did such a good job, but it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to not just be happy, you know, in this bliss, which I was so much of the time, but I also had some intense feelings that I was dealing with. And you feel guilty having any sort of negative or sad emotions because it's like, you have a healthy baby, you should just be happy, right? Right, right, right. And I was, but you're also dealing with some hard you know, worry and anxiety for me were huge. And so just having that validation of it's okay that you feel this way, it's going to get, you're going to get through this was very, yeah, amazing. It's such individualized care. Yes, You know, because you are a unique person. Yeah, like everyone is, right? Right. I love that. Your doctor from the hospital is not going to come check on you. Yeah. No, they'll see you at your six-week checkup. Right. And I can't imagine, yeah, I know. I can't imagine not seeing anybody for six weeks. Like, that, like so many things happen in within those six yes. weeks. Yes, you change at so six weeks, much. You're seeing them when they're like, oh, things are like starting to get a little more Starting's normal now. Normal, but yeah. I had a hard time and I needed help. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. when I came and visited you guys. Jordan was talking about how because I was talking about how you're getting enough sleep, and mm-hmm. you guys had this like cute system set up. So yeah. like, <laughs> can you tell me about that a little bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, with those first couple of weeks, and it carried on a little longer of just. You know, I was working from home and I wanted to, because sleep is hard when yeah. you have a, a newborn. We were very blessed with how well she was sleeping. But, yeah. I mean, ultimately what we would do is, you know, baby would wake up. And so then I would, ra- we have an adjustable bed. So I would raise the bed up so that Lauren can still lay down and uh, still feed the baby. And then as soon as she was done eating, I liked to then let Lauren just go back to bed if she could. Mm-hmm. And then I would change the baby, get her redressed, and then burp her, burp her mm-hmm. re-swaddle her, and then I would walk her back to sleep yeah. at that point. And then it turned into a little time that I got on my own with the you know with our new baby, but also time to give Lauren a little break that I could. Yes, I had such a supportive partner in yeah. those... Well, I, the whole time, but the especially time. in the... Yeah, those first few weeks of, yeah. yeah, the sleep deprivation and, you know what I mean, healing and all of that. He was such a good partner and, mm-hmm. you know, it was a team effort through oh, those nights. for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think that's what we need to recognize, too, is it's not just the mom having the baby and getting to do the rest of it by yourself, yeah. right? It's both it's a of family. It's a partnership. Yes. It's a family. Right. And I just love that how you were so attentive to her needs and like, okay, I know she needs, like, I also need sleep. So I know that sometimes you would like just lay on the couch with her on your chest mm-hmm. so you can both kind of get oh. a little bit of sleep. Yeah. And I just remember like watching you like talk about that moment and yeah. you're just like, it was so cute. Well, we were laughing the other day because I don't know if you can see there's oh, yes. dark marks on you the ceiling. You told me about that, yeah. So it was like the first couple of days being home, you know, before Lauren's milk came in, we had colostrum in the syringes like we were taught. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if baby wakes up, I'm going to, you know, hand warm the colostrum so that Lauren can keep sleeping. You know, I don't want to wake her up if I don't have to. And I remember warming up the syringe, but I didn't do the tip of the syringe because I was tired. It was dark. I had like no light on. Yeah. I, had, I think I had like you a were tired. Yourself. I was tired. And so I'm pushing on the syringe and nothing's coming out. And then all of a sudden 
it busts through the frozen tip and shoots all across our ceiling. <laughs> so there's colostrum stains. There's on colostrum the, on yeah, the ceiling. Yeah, there's colostrum still on the ceiling right now. <laughs> it's amazing. And uh, but I just remember, like, we laugh about that now because I remember that night because I didn't want to move because she was asleep. Mm-hmm. I propped pillows underneath my arms and wedged my head in between the couch cushions mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't fall either way, that I would just stay exactly as I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember I slept that night with my head wedged between the cushions of the couch, <laughs> pillows under my arms, mm-hmm. and her on my chest. That's yep. so amazing. I love that. Well, if you guys have any recommendations for people, if they're listening to this and they're pregnant right now and they're or they're wanting to get pregnant or they have been pregnant before and they're just like... Okay, I want to do it different this time. What is there any resources that you recommend or what um, helped you? Yeah, I loved, like I said, watching and listening to birth stories. I looked on YouTube and I would sometimes just like search like natural birth stories. So I really like recommend learning about those stories because you maybe it's not going to happen exactly how any of the stories go because everyone's different but you kind of have an idea of different things that can happen yeah. it helped put me in a really good mind plate mindset work on your breathing if you haven't taken a birth class before take a birth class if you can take trista's take it <laughs> because it was the best thing ever so nice. super helpful and maybe look at a doula if you're feeling like that's something you can do. I feel like that was super helpful for me and Jordan throughout the whole pregnancy to feel like we had like a resource to like ask questions. And, you know, I had a like a worry moment like a few weeks before where I thought maybe the baby had flipped. And I think she did. Anyway, and I was able to text Trista right away and ask her a few things. And she gave me some recommendations. I tried them and I feel like she flipped back. So that was really cool having a resource to ask questions and yeah, I do know, remember having that. that. Yeah, yeah. That kind of resource. So awesome. Well, yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Of course. You guys are amazing. Hi, I wanted to interrupt this episode with our newest sponsor. I'm so excited to actually be partnering with this company because I've been eyeballing this company for months and I have just been in awe of what they're creating. So this company is called Needed. This is a woman-owned company that's focused on fixing the perinatal nutrition paradigm. Unlike most prenatals that meet just the bare minimums, they actually deliver optimal nourishment before, during, and after pregnancy. Did you know that before you get pregnant, at least three to four months, you should be taking a very high quality prenatal vitamin? This actually impacts your egg health and vitality. So, If you are thinking of getting pregnant, this is a great option for you. This company with their prenatal vitamins, they deliver optimal nourishment and they are practitioners that regularly test mama's nutrient levels so that they know what's truly needed in their supplements. They offer a complete plan, which includes prenatal multi, a collagen protein, and then a tailored pre and probiotic and a separate prenatal iron. Their prenatal multivitamin comes in powder and pill form. The powder is really good on oatmeal and in shakes and smoothies, or you can take a pill if that's easier for you. They contain 24 vitamins and minerals in optimal forms and dosages, including methylfolate, 4,000 IUs of vitamin D3, 200 micrograms of B12 that's split between methyl and adenosglycobalamin, 
a full 550 milligrams of choline in powder form and then 400 milligrams in pill form and so much more. They love helping women and reaching their, their fertility goals and helping them be the most nutritious and healthy um, environment for baby to thrive in. And if you're breastfeeding, this is also really, really good. So if you would like to snag a sample pack, you can get $10 off with the code Trista sample. Or if you are ready to dive in and get a complete pack, you can get $50 off a complete pack for using the code Trista 50. Or if you want to find something else for yourself, you can get 20% off any first time order. I would love to hear if you tried this company and to hear what you think. If you want, you can go to their website called thisisneeded.com and then add one of my codes to save you some money. I cannot wait and thank you again for listening to this episode. Let's get back to it. Thank you so much for being here. It really means so much to have you here. Thanks for listening all the way through to the end. I wanted to give a quick reminder that this podcast episode and past and future episodes should not be used for medical diagnosis or treatment, that you should still consult with your midwife, your medical provider, OBGYN, for all your medical needs, all your medical questions. Thank you so much again for being here, and I can't wait to have you here the next episode.